As if working moms didn't have it hard enough already trying to juggle career, families, and friendships, along came COVID-19 to inject new levels of stress into their lives. Whether it's working from home as kids attend school online, managing the family schedule, or trying to do it all in an impossible situation, women are dealing with more stress than ever. This is Gina DiPietro with Novant Health Healthy Headlines. In the first of a three-part series, psychotherapist Sultana Nosrati speaks with writer Alicia Roberts about the stress women are facing and some smart strategies for coping. And both women get the struggle being working moms themselves. In fact, that typing you hear in the background is Alicia taking notes for a healthy headline story. Thanks for listening. As a woman who is a full-time mother and a full-time working woman, stress is just a part of life. Mm -hmm. I think women experience stress differently than men do. And I think it's something that's not really discussed as much, except, you know, with the understanding that you're working and that's stressful. But the combination of being a mother and being in the workforce is unique. And it's one that I, I don't think men experience quite in the same way. Does that make sense? Because yes. as a woman, you're the one who gives birth. So if you get pregnant, you're the one that has to figure out how are you going to manage your career so that you can still have a foot in the door while you're away doing something that, you know, spiritually and as a woman, you wanted to do which is become a mother, but at the same time, you're still, so that's when I think stress really hits a high point. Mm-hmm. But even women who don't choose to have children experience stress differently. Mm-hmm. Um, in my field, less so because I think it's female dominated, but a lot of the people I treat, a lot of the women I treat, they're in a male dominated environment. The, the desire to do just as well as men can also add to the stress. So it's always been a topic that's interested me. Uh, why this is an important topic right now in particular. In the midst of COVID, it's added a whole new level, right? So, right. um, I can I can speak more uh, thoroughly as a mother mm-hmm. because I happen to be one, mm-hmm. right? But so you're in this high stress job, which is providing mental health to to folks and making sure that you're there for them, mm-hmm. and then you have the added bonus of being a mother and a wife and a friend and all this stuff. But then when COVID hit something kind of unexpected happened, right? You're concerned about your health, but then you're told that your kids aren't going to going back to school mm-hmm. and that you're responsible for homeschooling. Well, unless you're well-to-do, you have to figure out how to do that and your job at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's particularly now putting a lot of stress, not just on women who are mothers, but also on grandparents, grandmothers um, who never thought that even they'd have to figure out computers quite that way. And now they do. Mm -hmm. Right. So now it's not just teaching stuff that you thought you knew, like two plus two, which you think is basic, but they've got all these new stuff that they're doing. That's not even technology related, but now you got to do it with technology. Mm -hmm. And now you got to do it with the new methods Mm -hmm. and you still got to go to work eight to five. Right. Because I don't know anybody that can afford to just say, okay, well, I'm just going to stay home with my kids. 
right? Yeah. So there's a lot of pressure. And I think while some of it comes externally, a lot of it comes from us. Mm-hmm. We're told that we need to be able to manage it all. So if we're struggling, it adds this sense that somehow we're failing, mm-hmm. that somehow we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing as women. Mm-hmm. So I think COVID is certainly up that, although even without COVID, there's always this sense that you somehow need to do it all right. and do it well. And that if you somehow didn't do it well, say you um, say you snapped at your husband or, you know, was less than patient with your six-year-old, that somehow you're failing, right? right? Rather than just being human. There's... There's always this element of I don't want people to think I can't do my job. And I don't think that this is uncommon. I think that a lot of women feel that way. Mm-hmm. And probably some men. But I think for women, it's it's kind of always been the underlying thing, right? right. you got to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Instead of eating five cookies, eat four and a half. Mm-hmm. Instead of, right? Eventually, when you get to the weight or the body type or whatever, the cholesterol level you're trying to get to, mm-hmm. you'll be able to maintain that likely for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So if you take it back to stress, it's the exact same philosophy. Little things, whatever smile, even if it's a microscopic change, it is far more likely to be there 10 years down the road than, you know, taking this big stress reducer thing and, and going at it like, you know, if you take it back to stress, it's the exact same philosophy. Little things, whatever smile, even if it's a microscopic change, it is far more likely to be there 10 years down the road than, you know, taking this big stress reducer thing and, and going at it like, you know, I don't know, like I would want a chocolate pie. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Like little things. So what you're right. saying is transformation is not transformational, really. It takes time. No, no, right. Yeah. Everything does. If you're a human, it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. That's good. Day one to forgive everyone and everything, right? Mm-hmm. It's okay. They didn't mean it. You know, they didn't do it on purpose, right? But yet we don't. We almost never reflect that back to ourselves. Why not? Mm -hmm. Right, right. So let's talk a little bit about... Compassion and forgiveness. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Let's talk a little bit about the symptoms of stress. Um, Is it easy to overlook the symptoms when you're in the middle of a busy, crazy schedule? Understanding yourself is the best way. And what stress looks like for me and looks like for you is as unique as your DNA. It's not going to be the same. So knowing yourself is the first key to understanding stress and what it looks like for you. And that way you can recognize when it's happening. Mm -hmm. But there's things that you can do to kind of avoid digging too deep into it, which is like making sure that you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. Even if you do get stressed throughout the day, you're better equipped to handle it. So what we know is that a lack of sleep can mimic a mental health disorder. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it changes your mood, your balance, you're clumsy, you're making more mistakes. So ensuring that you're getting good sleep. And while I am not a proponent of telling you to stop eating junk food because I'm, I'm, I'm a lover of chocolate, it's about, right? It's about <laughs> making sure that you're eating um, healthier meals, like better choices, Mm-hmm. Right. So making small changes in your diet is another way to really help your stress. And I've said it a million and one times walking. If you are not walking, I don't care for how long you do it, a minute or an hour. Go do that. Do that outside. Walk. And you, have you ever heard people say, listen to music, it's a great stress reliever? Uh-huh. Mm, not necessarily. Right. I recommend listening to music you used to listen to when you were 14. Mm-hmm. You know that time before you were an adult? Uh-huh. Getting a collection of those songs that make you feel like you did when you were young, that's what you should listen to. Uh-huh. It puts a smile on your face, so uh-huh. why not? Yeah. But through the day, it's making sure you're taking breaks. So that's one really great place to start. Mm -hmm. So in between patients, I have six to seven minutes. That's it. Mm -hmm. And in that time, I'm supposed to write a note and start the next patient. So Mm -hmm. I tell myself that two minutes is not going to kill anybody. And I make sure that I go to the bathroom between patients every time. And if I'm heading to the bathroom and I realize, oh, I don't have to go, I'll get myself a cup of water or something. So if you're already scheduling stuff to make sure that you're taking care of yourself, even if it's only a minute, then it's valuable. That's a great idea. I don't think, I know I don't do that. I wait for my watch to tell me to get up. Yes. So there's natural breaks. Your watch isn't always convenient. I have an iWatch and it tells me every hour, oh, take a break, but that's not always convenient. Right, right, yes. But if you understand the cadence of what it is that you do for a living, right, For me, it's every hour on the hour I have a new patient. So I take a minute then to go to the bathroom or get myself a cup of water. Mm -hmm. For you, it might be in between phone calls. Mm -hmm. Take a moment Mm -hmm. to take stock of your body. The thing about women is we learn to ignore ignore physical symptoms. Mm -hmm. One of the ways that you can stop doing that is taking a minute, just one minute or 30 seconds even. So, um... Can we talk a little bit about how you've seen stress affects men and women differently? So um, women tend to dismiss it, right, where it comes out as like, especially in the workforce, you don't want to be construed as being emotional. Mm -hmm. Men um, will do more aggressiveness or passive aggressiveness or you understand what I'm saying? Right. They'll, they, but they can walk away from it mm-hmm. better. And it's more understood when they're like, oh, he's just being a guy. But if I get upset or angry, I'm being emotional mm-hmm. or problematic, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think in it affects us differently in what, we, what we've seen people react, in how other people react to us. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. That's why it's affecting us differently. Okay. And why don't you want to be under stress long term? Why do you want to figure out how to deal with it? So um, 
Unfortunately, stress absolutely has a negative impact on your overall well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, so while it can make you seem forgetful, um, stress can have longer-term effects on your physical health. You're more susceptible to getting ill, and you're shortening your life. Mm-hmm. So your heart, your organs can only take but so much. So while you're not seeing it in the short term, in the long term, you definitely feel it. Mm-hmm. So I see that in my geriatric patients, uh, my patients who've had high stress jobs and were real hardcore go-getters tend to have more physical symptoms as elderly folks than they than the ones that didn't. So, <laughs> so what's the point of getting to retirement if my body's broken down? Mm-hmm. How am I going to really enjoy it? I'm not. I'm not going to enjoy it. Right. So may as well work now, put a little extra effort to make sure that my body is is being treated well, reducing the cortisol level, which is what really, which is what gets released due to stress, mm-hmm. and so that I can enjoy the last twenty or thirty years of my life and still be able to move. See, one of the things that people really struggle with, especially those that suffer from a lot of stress, is boundaries. Mm-hmm. Now, as I'm speaking, I am not perfect. Mm-hmm. I have my own issues with stress. I want to make that very clear. Right. Being a therapist does not exclude me from being human. Mm-hmm. But it's it's about boundaries. And it's really, and this is, again, one of those things with women, is we struggle to set boundaries with saying no to people or... Um, I have this other, this other thing I tell my patients is I'm not more important than you, but you are not more important than me. Mm-hmm. So if I have a need and you have a need, I must first meet my need before I can meet yours. Mm-hmm. Now, if I have a want and you have a need, I can attempt to meet your need first. Mm-hmm. So um, I got the idea because um, I, I used to fly a lot back to California. I still do because my whole family's there. And you know how you sit on a plane and the, and the lady comes up and she tells you about, like, hey, should the oxygen pressure drop down? You put your face over the mask and then you can breathe. You know that mm-hmm. You know that speech? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I always thought it was horrible that they said, no, put the oxygen mask over yourself first before even assisting your child. Mm-hmm. You remember that part? I do. And you're like, who says that, right? Like, <laughs> how could you say that? Mm-hmm. But the truth is, if you don't, you might pass out before you can help your child and then you're both dead. Mm-hmm. So that's one way to kind of figure out where your boundaries are Mm -hmm. and make sure that when you set a boundary, it's set. Because if you keep moving it, if you keep putting, moving your line in the sand, you'll end up in the ocean. So you've got to understand what your needs are and make sure that you're meeting those needs so that you can help other people so that you can participate in the other things in your life that you are either obligated or want to. Gina DiPietro again. We hope you'll join us for the second podcast in this three-part series. Also, if you're interested in a deeper dive on this topic, visit healthyheadlines.org, where you'll find a written version of the story. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to rate and review us and subscribe to this and all the Novant Health podcasts. We post new episodes all the time. Most are just 15 minutes.